Hello and welcome to Maverick Messages. My name is Daniel Campana and I'm a junior at Providence Baptist College. If you are ready to be inspired, take a listen. Proverbs 3, 5. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. I want to talk about the word trust. Trust is a big issue in your life. Especially when you're young. Trust means a lot. It means a lot to you. It means a lot to people that have to deal with you. It is a huge issue. Trust. So I'll take just a few minutes. I'm not trying not to be long. Um, I knew there would be all of this, so I, I chose something that should be rather short, but we'll, uh, we'll work on this. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, help us now. To concentrate on the, uh, the scriptures at hand, I pray that you would help us to consider this very important topic. The word trust is used over and over in the Bible. I pray that you'd help us to learn a few things about what we need to know about trust today. I pray, Lord, that you would uh, help me. Uh, I don't want to do this by myself. I need your power. I need the help of your spirit. And help uh, these words to connect with these young people and help them to mean something to shape their lives. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. All right, trust. One question. First question. Who do you trust? Who should you trust? You know, there's a lot of people that you can trust. You should be able to trust your parents in most cases. I know some of you may not have Christian parents, but uh, in virtually every case, your parents cared enough about you to you know, feed you and not throw you out with the, uh, uh, with the bath water. I guess that happens a lot, you know. People talk about throwing out the baby with the bath water. Your parents never threw you out with the bath water. At least not on a cold day. But your parents love you. They may not be dedicated Christians. But you can trust them to care about you and to give you some pretty good advice in most cases. Trust You can trust your parents. You should be able to trust your pastors. I'm not going to say that there's never been a case when a pastor has not been trustworthy, but in most cases here, you can trust your pastors. They have proven themselves to be trustworthy, and you can trust them. You can always trust the Bible. The Bible is always, 100% of the time, going to be trustworthy. It's never going to tell you anything that you can't trust. Can trust the Bible. I would like to think that you could trust different staff members uh, of, a, of a church or a college. Uh, you know, you have a youth director back home. We have uh, staff members here at the church and the college that you deal with on a daily basis. I would hope that you could trust us. There's an interesting verse in Hebrews chapter 13. Let's take a look at that. Hebrews chapter 13 talks about the pastors and those who have taught us the word of God. And it says in chapter 13 and verse 7, Hebrews, Remember them which have the rule over you, who have spoken unto you the word of God. We're talking particularly about your spiritual leadership in your life. Whose faith follow. Interestingly that here the Bible tells us, I mean, although it is uh, certainly a Bible principle that you ought to follow the Bible and not necessarily follow men, but right here it says that you should follow the faith of those that have taught you the word of God. 
considering the end of their conversation. You should be able to look at the lives of the spiritual leaders in your life and notice that these people have a way of life that is going in the right direction. They've based their, uh, their life and their teaching and their, they've based it on the Bible and you should be able to, and we are commanded, to follow their faith. We're supposed to trust those people to a certain extent. Like I said, I'm not saying that there's never been a pastor or a staff member that hasn't broken that trust, but basically a, uh, a man of God that's, that's following the word of God is going to be someone that you should follow, follow their faith, trust them. So those, uh, those are some of the, uh, the sources that you know you should be able to trust. Who should you not trust? You know, there's people out there that you should not trust. Now, you have good classmates here. Most of the young people at this college come here because they, uh, they have a desire to do what's right. They at least have enough of a desire to be associated with a place like this that they'll at least say, well, I know what they stand for, and I'm willing to go there. But I wouldn't tell you to trust your peers. They are your own age. We all know the story about Solomon's son, Rehoboam. He had be, he'd just become the king, and a delegation of people from the different tribes came to him and said, do you think you could lower the taxes? They've been really, really hard. And, uh, and he said, well, give me a couple days to think about that. And he talked to the wise older men that had served with his father Solomon and had heard his wisdom for all those years. And they told him, listen to the people, lower their taxes, tell them, I will, uh, I'll make things easier on you and they will love you and serve you forever. And he thought, well, that sounds pretty good. And then the Bible says he went to the younger men that he had grown up with, people his own age. And he said, well, they want me to lower the taxes. What should I do? And they said, hey, man. I know they said that because, you know, that's what they do. Hey, man, you got to show them you're tough. If you wimp out right now, you'll never have their respect. So you tell them, oh, you think my dad had high taxes. I'll show you what high taxes are. You know, and he went on and talked about all kinds of things. And he thought, wow, that sounds great. That sounds like a great idea. And he trusted his peers. Most of the time, you're going to find that when you need to make a very important decision, your peers are not to be trusted. They don't know what is the wise answer to your question, to your need. You should talk to somebody that's been there. Talk to somebody who's been around for a while. Don't really need to uh, put a whole lot of trust in your peers. Now, you should should be a good friend and everything, but uh, uh, the Bible talks about trusting in things that are not reliable. It uh, often brings up the, uh, the example of Egypt. There were times when Israel had a military threat, and whenever they just went to God and said, God, we are surrounded, we've got a big army coming against us, we're, we're not strong enough, we need your help, and God was like, okay, I'll send like, uh, I'll send like an angel, just like a, a, a lower rank of a junior angel and he'll wipe out the entire enemy army and they'll wake up in the morning and they'll all be dead and it would would that help and they're like yeah that would help so but then there were times when they said we've got to be more prepared than just praying they didn't trust in the lord they said if we would go down to egypt they had a fairly friendly relationship with egypt over most of those years of the kings 
and they would go down to Egypt and say, look, you got horses, you got chariots, you got soldiers, if, how much do we got to pay you for you to be our allies and help us out? And God said, if you trust in Egypt, Israel, it's like leaning on a cane that is going to break and go right through your hand. Doesn't that kind of make you cringe? That, that's a really bad experience. You're walking with a cane, and you're kind of leaning on it, and it breaks, and all the sharp points go right through your hand. You don't want that to happen. God said, that's what's going to happen if you trust in somebody like Egypt that is not reliable. Um, Got to be careful about your friends. I wouldn't always trust your friends and everything they tell you, especially when you have to make an important decision. You certainly are going to... Whether you should or not, you are going to consult online sources and social media. Can I just help you with something? Don't trust somebody that you have no idea who they are, where they're at, what their, what their worldview is, or what they're trying to do to deceive people. Don't go online and figure out what should I do in this situation. I'm telling you, don't trust that kind of a source. There's some... Uh, there's some very prominent people on social media and, uh, and the Internet these days that, um, that are getting a lot of attention, maybe from the conservative side. And uh, there's a guy, I'm, I'm guessing most of you have heard of a guy named Jordan Peterson. He is a psychologist. He's a Canadian. And he says a lot of things that sound conservative and sound good, but his worldview is not the same as ours. And don't say, well, I heard him say something really good one time, so I guess I can trust him. I'm saying don't listen to Jordan Peterson. Eventually, he's going to say something that we would not agree with, that the Bible would not agree with, and he does not have a biblical worldview, although he is kind of conservative. I stay away from Jordan Peterson. I don't listen to him. There's several other people that have uh, prominence on... Uh, on the, in the online world today, and I'm just telling you, that's not where you want to go for trust. Trust. All right, another question. We said, who, who can you trust? We said, who can you not trust? Uh, how about this one? Who can trust you? Teenagers begin to notice whether or not they are trusted, and they get really finicky about that. You get someone who's about 14, 15, and they're going to start saying, oh, mom, dad, you just don't trust me. Why won't you trust me? Trust me. And they, it, it's a big issue. You probably remember. You probably still are, are concerned that an adult would trust you. Uh, by now, many of you have proved yourself to the point where, you know, you're a little more confident in that. But when you're a young teenager, you get really uh, sensitive about that whole issue of trust. Well, the reason that you're having a trouble with trust as a young teenager is you haven't proven yourself trustworthy. It takes time to gain a reputation. And it takes a very short time to ruin a reputation. So how can you be considered Trustworthy. Well, I can tell you how not to be trusted. You want to know one? Probably the number one thing you can do that will ruin your perception of being trustworthy is to lie. That's one of the worst things you can do is lie. It's also one of the easiest things to do. And in many cases, the easiest thing for you to do is just lie. But you know what you've just done? 
you've just taken your trustworthiness and put a bullet in it. And it takes a long, long time to try to rebuild trust when you have proven yourself capable and willing to tell a lie. Tell the truth. Don't lie. You can't help somebody that's just going to lie. Sometimes over the years here at the college, we'll have an issue come up, and uh, of course we'll bring in all the usual suspects, and we'll say, all right, what happened? And I remember times when somebody would just sit there and lie. Okay? All right, we'll make a note, your story. Uh, and then we've got like video evidence, and we've got, uh, you know, we can, we can find out these things. And when somebody gets caught in a lie, you think we're going to trust them again right away? It's going to take a while. You want to, you want to be not trusted? Lie. How about breaking a confidence? Brother, I want to tell you something. I, I, uh, I, I, got, this, I got this thing going on in my life. You know, I'm not even talking about something like deep sin. I'm just talking about, I, I want to tell you something, but I don't want everybody to know it. This is something confidential. Maybe I, uh, uh, I have a hard time shining my shoes uh, in the morning, and, uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm burdened about it, and, and I want somebody to, to share this with me. And, and, you know, five minutes later, the guy's got, hey, what a loser. This guy doesn't even shine his shoes in the morning. I mean, I'm coming up with a kind of ridiculous example. But if someone shares something personal and private with you, and you go out and blab it to everybody, are you going to be trusted? You have proven yourself a person of loose lips. And loose lips sink ships. You don't want your ship to sink. Are you breaking a confidence? Say, uh, breaking your confidence. Telling secrets. That's kind of along the same line. Now, I'm not talking about secret sin. You got somebody in your dorm room who's uh, vaping or, you know, shooting up heroin or, or running a, uh, a, a drug racket. You know, they're actually doing something that is blatantly really, really bad. And you find out about it. I wouldn't say go blab it all over the place. Certainly don't put it on social media. But talk to somebody that could do something about it, because somebody needs help if they're doing something like that. Talk to a staff member and say, "Hey, you know this? Uh, uh, I got a guy who's uh, who's building uh, terrorist bomb belts in the dorm room, and he's uh, supplying them to terrorists. You know, we probably ought to know about that, okay?" But if a guy comes to you and says, hey, brother, would you pray with me about something? There's this girl I really like, and I'm just I'm trying to work up the courage to ask her to, you know. But I, I'm just not there yet. And, you know, pray with me about that. Everybody knows about it now. You think somebody's going to trust you? Tell people secrets. Don't tell secrets. How about if you give a promise? I will drive you to work on Wednesday afternoon. I will be there at the front desk at 2 o'clock. I don't, I don't know if this actually happened. If this actually happened, I'm, 
Not because I knew about it. I promise you I will be there. You can depend on me. You'll get to work on time and you won't lose your job. All right, so the guy is standing up there at the front desk and he's waiting and you don't show up. Oh, I just forgot. Are you going to be trusted? Do you want to be trustworthy? I think that ought to be important to you. So keep your promises. How about not fulfilling assignments? There's a homework due on Friday. I give you a paper at the beginning of the semester that has the whole syllabus and tells you months in advance that paper is due. Oh, I forgot about that. I think that's a demonstration of your character that's going to cause somebody maybe not to trust you. I mean, we go on and on and on. You get up on time. You don't get up on time. People aren't going to trust you. How are you going to be trusted? Demonstrate your character. Character means you should be where you're supposed to be and do what you're supposed to do, when you're supposed to do it. That's character. And it takes time to develop that reputation. It takes a lot longer to repair a reputation after you've spoiled it. All right, and then obviously, who else can we trust? We can trust God. You can always trust God. When everything's going well, it can be real easy to trust God. Job was healthy, wealthy, had a wife and kids, and he trusted God. And it was no real big problem to trust God. Things are going great. But in scary times, it can sometimes be hard to trust the Lord. Job lost his wealth. He lost his health. He lost his kids. He still trusted God. He still had his wife. He still trusted God. What's the wonder about her? The devil was trying to do the worst thing he could and decided the wife should stay right there. Yeah. She must have been, I don't know. I don't know her. And what did Job say? By the time he gets around to chapter 13, where he's really at the bottom of everything, and he's feeling mighty low, and his friends are, are picking on him, and he said what? Though he slay me, Yet will I trust in him. So you can always trust in God. God knows what he's doing. He has you in his hand. There's nothing that can get to you that he didn't sign off on because he knew you needed to go through that. And we can come up with all kinds of reasons why, but you don't need to know the reasons why. As far as we know, Job never knew the reasons why. God never told him the reason why in the, in the book of Job. And then the last thing, can God trust you? God's got things he needs done. He's got a lot of things he needs done. He needs laborers who will be faithful. He needs somebody trustworthy. Paul said to Timothy, I thank Christ Jesus our Lord who hath enabled me for that he counted me faithful, putting me into the ministry. God looked at Paul and said, I can trust that guy. He's out there killing Christians right now, but uh, I can work with that. Because <laughs> I know I can trust him. When he finally says, who art thou, Lord, and what wouldst thou have me to do, I can trust him. And he did a pretty good job. Abraham. God knew he could trust Abraham. All the people that God selected in the Bible to do the things he needed done 
were people that he could trust. And God's got a lot of things he wants to do in this world during your lifetime that he would love for you to do. And he sees everything. He knows whether or not you're trustworthy. So work on your character. Be where you're supposed to be. Do what you're supposed to do when you're supposed to do it. And maybe God will notice that and say, you know what? I need a youth director down in Terre Haute, Indiana. You know, the guy who got that position is trustworthy. But there were times when we doubted that. And he went through some ups and downs before he got to there. And it took him quite a while to prove to us that he had the character. But God knew the whole time. And God chose him to do that. And I'm saying there's places all over this country and all over the world where you are supposed to fit right in, like a puzzle piece. Perfect fit, exactly what God wants you to do. But he's looking for somebody you can trust. So work on your character. Be where you're supposed to be when you're supposed to be there, and do what you're supposed to do. It's not that complicated. Sometimes it's hard, but it's really not that complicated. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for these young people. Thank you for joining today's Maverick Message. Thank you for listening. God bless.